0: Everyone, welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have another brief tale for you. Someone, if you're a long time reader of the blog, you re- may remember this person back in the day. It's it's been more than a minute, but he's gone on to do twitter and other things and it's had done a lot of fun things it's mr Bo briefs
1: welcome to the show thank you yeah they will have had to have been reading like you said a, a few minutes to find some of my old stuff but i used to love it it was great
0: yeah it was uh i'm sure we'll have plenty of people who do remember so there will be some going oh my god yes yeah, so he's back he's been doing he has not left the underwear world. If you follow him on social, he's done some amazing things. Uh, He keeps promoting his underwear. He did Boylesque and probably still does it sometimes, which is amazing. And many, many other things. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it all started from Twitter and just sharing underwear photos because dear Lord, we all have cameras and we all love underwear and, you know, kind of why not? So I actually get to credit Underwear News Briefs with the creation of Bo Briefs, uh, at least as kind of my original pen name for writing. And as I started to get into burlesque and boylesque, I realized that Bo had a second life to live. So it's been a a fun little journey. deal.
0: That's awesome. I always love it when people leave the site and continue to share their love and do new different things. There's a few out there that are still around that do things. And I'm like, ah, love that. Yeah. Love that. So let's get into our show. If someone is not familiar with you, tell them just a little bit about you.
1: Sure. Uh, so I am up in the great Pacific Northwest in Seattle, born and raised up here and love it. Uh, I have not left too much. So, uh, Seattle based, I am in my respectable early thirties, if you will. Uh, uh-huh. I've been, I don't know, I've been in kind of the, the underwear world for I mean, wearing underwear naturally, but kind of in the the social underwear world for about a decade or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, And really, I just love it. Like, it's just a a joy. It's a personal joy. It's a social joy. It's an artistic joy. And yeah, it's, you know, it's not my full-time gig or anything performing, but it's fun when I get to do it. And it's fun when I get to, share stuff on Twitter and yes as of a little bit of a month ago I actually started an an OnlyFans uh which is heavily, heavily uh underwear related and it just kind of is a a little bit more adult uh continuation from my Twitter.
0: I think there needs to be more uh, OnlyFans that are dedicated to underwear and such but that's just my opinion. It's
1: it's super fun. I went in uh with no real plan or expectation and some of the most fun videos that i've done and posted and that people have really responded to are try on videos where i've you know bought oh yeah four new pair of pump uh because they came out with thongs and we just on air try them on talk about the review and if things get spicy they get spicy
0: Exactly. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I applaud that. Thanks. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. So
1: that's, that's, it's, that's bow Briefs in a nutshell.
0: But I was talking to a friend earlier about what you're saying about the community is, is just amazing out there. The guys are amazing. It's so funny that, you know, this little piece of fabric we wear, which most of us wear little pieces of fabric, <laughs> not big ones. Yeah bring so many guys together of so many backgrounds and sexual orientations that is just
1: amazing. Definitely. And I, you know, you can't say this 100%, but for the most part, as, as, as scary and toxic and bad as a lot of places on the internet can be, especially when it's surrounding our bodies, underwear, personally, my personal experience, underwear, community and social, has really only been uplifting and positive Mm -hmm. and people just want to share and have a good time. And I, I think that's such a huge, just positive force out there.
0: Oh yeah. I've noticed that in the last couple of years, because back in the day we did some of our own shoots and people, we use regular guys and they're like, those aren't models. Ooh. And now it's like, okay, he somebody posts something and everyone goes, oh, you look great. Yeah, And then we had guys who look like models on the show who were like, you know, all guys need to wear it, even bigger guys. And I'm just like, oh, what has happened in the last couple of years? This is amazing. Yeah, so it's
1: amazing. And everyone, I mean, okay, some people don't wear underwear and that's totally also a valid choice. Yes. But for the majority of us who do, we are average people. We're not... Six pack models and God bless the people who spent the time and money and, you know, dedication to, to looking like that, but it's not most of us. And yet, no, you, you pick the underwear that makes you feel good and you light up on a picture and share it. Just share it.
0: Exactly. I 100% agree, but it's been really good and this past year on the podcast has broken out and we're getting more regular guys and more, I say small, like smaller influencers, because I think they have really interesting stories that a lot of guys don't think they have. If you're listening, especially, and you think you have, well, I only have 800 followers. I'm not interesting. I'm like, yeah, you are interesting because you have a point of view and you can
1: tell guys about your journey. So definitely, everyone has a point. So. And to to the the point about a follower count, one, I am sure that half or two thirds of my follower account are dead accounts or bots. Like you can't trust numbers when it comes to that. And also I have been on Twitter for nine plus years. Like I spent years at 500 followers, 600 followers until somehow my old twinkish self caught on fire or something. So, you know, (laughs) everyone started with, with, 70 people who randomly followed.
0: Exactly. That's what we tell them. But you're looking great. You have, you're in your first gay death, as I call it, your 30s in the gay world. Your second day death comes at 40. But you're looking good. You're looking great. You still wear what you love, which is amazing and awesome and branching out, I'm sure, to new things as they come along and trying new things, so...
1: And new awesome. brand, or brands are trying new things, which is great. I mean, Pump and JJ Malibu, um, MCE, all of these uh, brands who are embracing thongs for men, like, dear Lord, mm-hmm. so many of us have wanted this for a long time. And uh, it's fun to try on the new stuff, see if it works for you.
0: It's, it's a different world from when you worked on the blog. Yeah, totally. Because... Because now we're getting into the lingerie we're getting into you know there are no rules in underwear it's just whatever you feel sexy in you can wear no one cares well in the underwear world uh, no one cares and you can just get away with whatever you want to colors fabrics amazing so so amazing
1: yeah even uh, on the lingerie front like for the longest time I have I've had a few pairs from um, Uh mm-hmm. I think they're in Arizona great great brand uh, and then there's mengere that's coming out so yeah there's there's so much new out there and it's great that it's accessible and hopefully that these brands are doing well so they keep producing
0: well we just I just recorded with Christina from x last this week and she said they've been around 30 years. <laughs> If they've been around 30, I think they'd be around a little bit more
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Wow. So, so that's good. So tell us about your journey with underwear. So when did you discover your love of underwear? Did you find it? Like many guys in the holy grail of underwear, underwear sections of the department store, or did you find it online and catalogs. What was your journey?
1: Well, I appreciate that you think I'm young enough that online would have been one of the original intros, but no, I was much more analog. I definitely discovered underwear through the Nordstrom annual catalog back in the day. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, so I... There was maybe four men's pairs in photos at that time, and two of them were, <laughs> you know, gold bar tidy whities Yeah. From there, I have not the original original pair I ever bought uh, because I had some internal grappling uh, with underwear and sexuality, uh, which I wrote about for the the website back yeah. in the day. Uh, but I have uh, as close to my original pair of. Calvin Klein black hip briefs, which was my first oh. adult pair uh, that I ever bought, uh, that really started me off. Wow
0: what was what was it about that pair, and spe- specifically, did you love and made you be like, oh my god?
1: Yeah, well, going from you know some of the older, you know, nineties and two thousands, tidy whities and the heyday of the. Sagging pants, boxer revolution. The, uh, the Calvin Klein hip brief, it cut different. You know, it it had the high cut uh, on the thighs and you know, dipped down and cupped your booty a little bit. And honestly, I think there's always the the thing for me about going from the land of tidy whiteies to just like a sexy black pair of underwear, like color in underwear is so differently provocative Uh and i love it so a lot of things drew me by that original pair
0: that's a good one to start Calvin klein is a good gateway brand
1: it is such a I i will tell this to anyone who is unsure of what their underwear adventure should be if you are ever in doubt Calvin Klein is your daily go-tos, whether you want a boxer mm-hmm. brief, a trunk, a brief, a hip brief, even sometimes thongs or jocks like Calvin Klein does it solid.
0: Mm hmm. Yes, I have so many good pairs from Calvin Klein oh, and, and so many. I wish I still had. I, but I
1: know. And every so often they re-release some of the Calvin Klein steel brand. And that, yes. that is my ride or die.
0: Those briefs back in the day. Oh, oh. love those. And they used to have I forget what the bikinis they had. I forget what what line that was. Oh Jesus. I had a couple of those and just love those and wore them out. I actually So yes.
1: And I'm pretty sure no, I am very sure. Calvin Klein had the first one I got was gray, but it had a line that had thongs in it in the probably mm hmm. Early two thousand, early two thousands, uh, and that was my first ever thong. And then I couldn't find them for ages.
0: Oh yeah, that was early for the thong. That was risque back then because I know Two Exists came out with the Y back in the late nineties. Oh, the and then Calvin Klein came out with theirs because I had one I got, which I still have. It has this funky waistband. It's it's about a little over an inch thick. It has CK written, and it's, like, white, but it has this black box yeah. that's hollow and a an, oh, great thong. And
1: speaking of Wybacks, if end-to-end, Andrew, if you are listening, you made a great back thong a handful of years ago. I have two of them. I love them so much, and I miss them. RIP. Bring them back.
0: <laughs> well, I just talked to him today, so I will send that along to him. <laughs> great.
1: I appreciate <So>, it. <laughs>
0: I was harassing him for the new year,
1: Excellent. Um, so well, yes and and no bad feelings towards uh to exist why back, but the delta of the y is a little too big for myself, uh personally, and the end to end ones were just like cute little like yes, yeah,
0: well, I've heard several people say that the to exist one just didn't fit them right, so it's it depends on your body type 100%. it depends on things and i always enjoyed them so i would wear them to the gay radio under my wrangler so you know you know you do what you gotta do you do what you gotta do
1: you have your brands that you love and you know are solid go-to's for your body type and everything and then like i said earlier you have other ones that you try and you know maybe you don't get another one of of that pair but you you should try
0: exactly you should always step out of your comfort zone and try new things. That's one thing UNB has taught me over the years because when I first started I had very specific what I liked
1: and now it's like, oh, I never thought of that. Oh, I'll try that. Yeah I, I was reflecting on this actually frequently and it gets pointed out a lot in my burlesque boylesque world is you know my name is Beau Briefs, but very rarely is my costume actually a brief briefs. And very rarely (laughs) uh, am I wearing briefs on my day-to-day. So I I feel like if I was starting out again, I would have to be like Johnny Jockstrap or like, I don't know, Tony Thong. Nope, didn't like that one, but you you get it. But
0: Terry Thong, no.
1: It's it's there somewhere. But yeah, no, our our tastes and our our interests in our different cuts and styles should change. And maybe you find Mm -hmm. your way back to... Just routinely, Monday through Friday, going to Calvin Klein brief because it's comfy and it does the job. But, you know, throw in the thong every Thursday or the jockstrap every Friday.
0: Exactly. I think that's one thing that has really opened my eyes in the podcast is really hearing why guys like what they like. And it's so many different reasons because we've done the Tidy Whitey shows. And before that, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Uh, And then you hear exactly why they like them. And it's like, okay, it's like there's a kink behind it. There's this, there's... So it opens my eyes because, you know, I'm a self-proclaimed underwear snob. I will admit it. (laughs) But when you think about it, we're like, huh. People like for a reason. Let's find out the reason they like them.
1: I, I, I love that. And I... I will admit to often being a, a white underwear skeptic because I, I think I intentionally rebelled against the days of Titan. Mm-hmm. But I, I hear from like a lot of people who follow that they really like a, how a white underwear looks or what all it can show off. And when I do yes. embrace it and throw on a, a pair of white underwear, like, you know what? I get it. I it's it's, I I fought against it, but there was nothing to fight against. They're they're great.
0: What I determined is you can both enjoy something similar because they like the classic look of the tidy waddy with the fly. But you can get the ones like from Calvin Klein that fit really well. Because my problem growing up was it never fit well. It never gave me the support. But when I got the Calvin Klein or I got another better brand, as I say. I love the fit. So it, it's finding the middle ground, and especially if you date someone who likes them, you kind of have to wear them. But definitely. if you don't, you don't have to wear them. But definitely. You
1: know. And also, you know, I have a, a couple, I, I did a try on video of some to exist earlier today. And one of them was a white pair. And, you know, I have a, a white nasty pig jock and You know, kind of like with a a white t-shirt contest, like they, they show differently. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's fun to show differently.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You just can't get stuck. That's one thing I have determined. That's
1: fair. And to your comment about, you know, dating someone who, who likes different things, I have long justified my collection, as I call it, calling it an investment in my future husband's happiness. But I'm, I like I'm, I'm still I'm still looking for that future <laughs> husband. But they've got a lot in store when they finally sign up.
0: See, I was just talking today to a friend about dating and underwear, and like, when do you tell them? When do you share this? And I'm of the school. Well, right from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, don't wait until like the fifth date till you break out. Like you know the Joe Schneider bold song, you know, do it from the beginning. Just yeah. flat out do it. Yeah.
1: I, to me, that is, there's multiple parts of that equation for someone who has, you know, built a, a social presence uh, that's underwear based. So there's the conversation of super in underwear. Yes, I have an underwear dresser full of my collection. You'll get to enjoy it. But for me, there's also the conversation of, I also have my underwear Twitter and now my OnlyFans and they should know that I do burlesque if they've decided to date me. But, you know, it's making sure that that's upfront early for me so that we don't get far enough in and then someone gets uncomfortable or squeamish or doesn't like that I splash things all over. So how has that
0: gone for you? Because I'll share my stories of dating because... You know, I have an underwear blog for forever, and I have the podcast in the store now, and it's always been one of two ways when it comes down, especially with cavemen. It's either, oh, my God, that's amazing. You're doing something you love. Oh, my God, you turned it into a business. So fun. Or the you do what? (laughs) With what? Mm -hmm. Wait, wait. People read this? People listen? And I'm going, oh, Jesus. Bye, you got to go. So what has been your response to people you've gone out with?
1: I wish I had more stories or experience to to draw from. Uh, I am a fairly chronically single person. But a, a lot of Me it. Me too. I think a lot of it in the last six years, ever since I started doing burlesque, has gotten to be kind of wrapped in that part of the conversation where they know that I perform and they know that that performing involves, you know, going down to very scantily clad costumes and therefore they kind of understand that, well, of course, Bo has, you know, an Instagram that promotes his shows and all that stuff. And from there, it's not a big leap generally to be like, yeah, I also have a Twitter that I additionally post photos in. So I, in the last five years, I've, use that as the lens to bring it up and most people are pretty cool with it i've yet to meet someone who ghosted for that reason that i know of so it's generally been an accepted thing as long as they already accepted that i do burlesque
0: well that's a good good way to do it though yeah because that way they're like, oh, okay, guess on it goes hand in hand.
1: Right. Yeah. It, to me, uh, and this is such just a, a kind of nerdy thing that I hearken back to in in an argumentation class in college. There's you know there's your point or the point that you're trying to get them to, and each person has their own range of acceptance. And so it's not Mm -hmm. trying to get them all the way to your point, but it's to get them as far into their range of acceptance as you can. That's close to your point. So if my end point is that they are okay and comfortable with me being on OnlyFans and showing stuff on Twitter, using burlesque to inch them along in their range of acceptance is a great tool.
0: That's a great way to look at it. That is perfect. Because we have I had a really good, like I said, I had a really good discussion today about that today and how you deal when you deal with it, which we'll probably have an entire show about that because I need more single boys because most everybody on the podcast has partners. And I'm like, you damn married people. was like, I need some single boys to talk this out because it's. <sighs> It's different for different people because some people are very open about it. Other people are very, you know, low key about it. So I think it's something you've got to be honest with and not repress and be who you're supposed to be. And I told my friend today, I was like, I don't need a boyfriend or man who's into it as much as I am. Just like it and accept it on me. That's what I want absolutely i was like you don't have to wear a thong but you know appreciate it when you get it that's what i want
1: definitely yeah i i I think most of us don't need someone to to match our enthusiasm because i don't know where a second dresser is gonna go in my apartment that's all for underwear yes so i've already got the collection they can just come and diddle dally around in it like they don't they don't have to want to wear every single pair but let's have some fun
0: Or as one of my friends put it, you don't want a boyfriend into underwear because you get to spend all the money on underwear. And if you had a boyfriend in underwear, you had to split the underwear budget. And I'm like, that's a
1: good point. I get to keep it off. At the end of the day, one of us has to be able to afford rent. And let me tell you, Seattle ain't cheap. (laughs) No, nowhere's cheap lately. So. So let's get back to our questions. Um, Besides all my side tangents, I love side tangents.
0: Well, I have never met a tangent I didn't like, so we're, <laughs> we're perfect together. Great. I will go down them and be like, oh, yeah, I had a point. I don't remember what it is now, but, yeah, we had a point when we got here. So so what are some of your favorites right now? What are some of your favorite pairs that you're loving and notice I say right now because, like, all underwear people, we change, we change. weekly, monthly. We change. We get new pairs.
1: We change. And also, and this is not a, a read. This is just a fact. We will have pairs from a certain brand that we really love. And then we go back to order more or uh, try uh, more from them. And they've changed their fabric or mm-hmm. changed their, their exact cut. So there's a handful of thongs that I had ordered from JJ Malibu probably nine months or so ago. And oh my gosh, the fabric is fun and flexible and light and uh, it's a very supportive but also... In a in a loose way, supportive pouch. Uh, So there's there's room to grow, and I love them. (laughs) And then the last time I went and bought one of their uh, newer ones, it was kind of a a more sturdy material. The waistband was kind of doubled up, uh, if you will. It was much sturdier, uh, and it was just a little bit less flexible than the previous ones. So. I still have a handful of those uh, thongs from JJ that I absolutely adore. There is a brand, and I don't know where they're based. I got introduced to them uh, at a store I stopped in at Austin, Texas. And the brand is so brilliantly named Slut Monkey. <gasps> and I, Have I seen? I don't know if I've seen that. I love oh, that name. Oh, I love Slut Monkey. <laughs> uh, they won... Great neon colors, and I love a good neon pair of underwear. Two, uh, especially on their jock straps, they have kind of the flex mesh pouch. So comfortable, so supportive, but flexible, and a little showy when you want to get showy. The straps are good. They're supportive. I like their thongs. They're very simple, clean cut. Yeah, I... I I found one pair there, and I instantly found them online to to get more. So, slut monkey specifically I'm, for their jocks.
0: I'm I googled them and looking them up now. <laughs> oh my that's, god! It's I think. Oh,
1: and Jeez. and the the logo is a cartoon monkey with a ball gag in its mouth. So
0: yes, I just noticed that. I was like, oh my sit. god, oh my god, these are neon leopard jock.
1: Oh my what? God. That's new. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on, I'll show it. Hold on, hold on. I know what I'm doing I'll right sh- after this.
0: Oh that's
1: uh, enlarge. Enlarge you. I'm gonna go down this what? tangent quick because this is another article I oh, here we go for the website back in the day. Is it going? Is it going?
0: Ah, no, it went away. <laughs> well It's amazing. i just suggest go looking up.
1: I will look that up. But there was an article, actually I think a couple that I wrote for the website back in the day which is about using under underwear as souvenirs when you go to yes. different cities and everything. So whenever I, I was in Austin to go to a rugby match and I looked up men's underwear stores and it's, I think it's Mr. Rat uh, down in Austin, but made my way out there, discovered the Slut Monkey brand. And so now not only is it a great souvenir that I get to think about my trip, it's also a brand new line of underwear that I love. So... If you are ever traveling and wondering what to get yourself as a souvenir, buy a local pair of underwear so that whenever you go to put it on, you get to remember your trip a little bit.
0: See, I told it to someone, but I couldn't remember who it was back in the day. Now I know. Now I can credit you. Because I told them, I was like, it was written on the site years ago, and I forgot who it was, (laughs) but get it when you travel. Get it when you travel. And... So, yeah, that's a good souvenir. And, and, that's a good idea.
1: And double down if you're in a different country uh, that has uh, different brands. I think I was in Sweden and I picked up a Bjorn Borg pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in France and I picked up an Ome. So, like, buy it local. If they have their own brand uh, for that city or country or state, whatever, get that. It's there. That's such a good souvenir.
0: Yes. I told them exactly to do that (laughs) because they travel a lot and I'm just like, well, you need to start doing this. So I will make sure to credit you from now on now that I remember. It's
1: not an original thought, but I will preach the gospel.
0: But you did write about it. And I remember, but I was like, I was in the middle of the podcast and I'm like, don't expect me to search my site for 15 (laughs) years for an article because that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. There's too
0: much to do. Especially an article from seven or eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's still people who read all that, which just, just amazes me. I get emails and st- comments time to time, and it's like, you actually went back that far and read that? Oh, my God. Okay. Yay.
1: It's a testament to it the content it, of the site. It's great.
0: It just proves it's wonderful. So, and we had so many good people over the years writing, so you were one of them. So, I'm very thankful. And now we've sort of pivoted to the podcast. So, the site's still going, but the podcast has been way more fun, I will say. <laughs> It brings me joy. So your friends, obviously, do your friends know about your love of underwear or? It's
1: it's a well, well well-touted fact. And there's even side jokes. One of my very best friends, love him to death, historically has always identified strongly as a bottom. Uh, And I'm not naming any names if they're listening, but it was pointed out that I was not a good underwear friend because somehow this friend who identified heavily as a bottom did not own any jock straps. And therefore, that was my fault as the underwear guru in the group. So, yeah, it's 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 well known. It's well commented on.
0: Well, you think if you're a good bottom, you would obviously know about a jock strap and have them. Just saying,
1: it's true, and it's not that they didn't know about it. Some people just don't have the the emphasis to go out and try it. So you know, I get it. Sometimes you have to be introduced to things.
0: True, and not everybody. We have to remember not everybody's into underwear. So hundred percent, definitely remember that. Even though we think everyone should be, but (laughs) they're not. Which we don't understand those people, but. It's kind of like Commando and Boxer People. It's like,
1: why? Okay, hot take. Every so often, Commando's fun.
0: Well, gray sweatpants.
1: Gray sweatpants. I've never been able to rock gray sweatpants well. But what I can rock really well are some real cute, like, gloss short shorts. So those are always fun.
0: Another good point. Okay, everything has its time and place. Time and place. Just know that. But people who do it all the time, I'm just like... Well, i i need the support yeah oh.
1: no i get that i actually so. i yesterday yesterday wow yesterday uh i was rocking some commando in a pair of shorts uh just around uh the apartment and out for coffee and then later still same pair of shorts but i put on uh one of my end-to-end thongs that i really like and it just it just felt it was so comfortable the pouch just was like hmm literally literally my uh my package slipped into it and just went oh ah, because it was home you know it's it, like
0: ah oh, this feels so good where has this been <laughs> yes which is i tell people because i have friends who aren't into underwear and i'm like when you wear a really good pair of underwear you don't feel like you're wearing anything at all because you don't notice it and
1: it feels like you're wearing, and are like it feels we- like you're wearing a hug for your junk
0: and, um, exactly. And they're like, well, then why do you wear it then? And I was like, oh, go away. I don't have time for you today. Go
1: away. <laughs> I, I so, an yeah. appropriate response.
0: It's like, oh, uh, I don't have time to go through this with you people. <laughs> but I was like, I have many episodes of a podcast you can go listen to on the subject. Go. Go, go do that. So, what got you into Bur- uh, boy Lask, I should say. What? Because when I saw you do that, I thought that was just the coolest thing.
1: You were so that- supportive. Uh, it was so sweet. A couple times when you reached out uh, with messages of just encouragement and support. That really, that really was sweet. I know the exact story. Actually, a friend and I were coming back in an Uber from an alternative drag show. It was very experimental. And there's some really mm-hmm. cool stuff that we saw that hadn't been seen a lot. And we were in this Uber and like many, a young gay boy at the time, uh, this friend was talking about how they wanted to get painted up. They wanted to learn makeup. They really wanted to try drag. And they were talking to me about it. And I've always been a theatrical person. I used to compete with improv and stuff. And they're like, Oh my gosh, you should you should do it too. You'd have so much fun. And I just remember I my response was, yeah, drag is, uh, is, is great. It's a fun art, but I think I'd really want to try and do burlesque. And we kind of just left the conversation at that. But I was at my apartment later that night sitting on my couch and I just had this moment. And, and I think, well, I hope that we all have some of these moments sometimes when there's something we talk about, something we talk about. Oh, wouldn't it be cool if, or maybe one day I'll try, but we don't follow up a lot. And I just had mm-hmm. this moment sitting on my couch in my apartment saying, am I just going to say this or am I ever going to do anything? Uh, and that evening I Googled uh, Seattle burlesque. And at the time we had this awesome Academy of burlesque run by a former Miss exotic world, Miss Indigo blue. And I started taking classes. I took a, a bump in a grind class. I took a how to strip for your lover. And that class was actually taught by Miss Indigo blue. And after, after the how to strip for your lover, she pulled me aside and said, you know, we, we, once a year, we have a Boylesque 101 class. Unfortunately, that started a couple weeks ago, but we have our, our regular Burlesque 101. It starts in about a month. I really think you should think about signing up for it. So I signed up for the six week class by the end of it, you know, we had our, our graduation recital. And by the end of the recital, a producer in the audience asked if I would be in one of their shows and, Six years later, I've produced, I've been in a festival or two uh, during lockdown. I actually got to virtually, uh, digitally run um, some shows for the Burlesque Hall of Fame in Vegas, for the Savannah Burlesque Festival, um, for a group called nice. Bodysuit. So it's, it's been amazing. And it, it started because I Googled, because I, I decided to try and Try and take one step. That's
0: amazing. That is, because I think it's a lot of fun for burlesque, because it's more of the, it's not, because a lot of people I know down south here, you know, Bible thumpers, uh, think it's, oh my God, it's the devil. You're going to show everything. And I'm like, well, that's not really the point of burlesque, but, you know, it's just sexy. It's fun. It's it's
1: it's amazing. It's, it's empowering and to me, the height of, of burlesque is it's storytelling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that story is, I'm an attractive person with these fans and watch what I can do. And other times it's uh, storytelling. I My very first act ever is very cheekily called uh, Nature Calls. And it's a fan dance with uh, sword ferns as uh, my fans and I'm not going to lie, the entire thing is actually one big poop joke. And that doesn't sound <laughs> like the height of burlesque. And that doesn't sound like your obvious act idea. But gosh darn it, it tells a story in a fun, cheeky way. And there is some scantily clad bow on a stage. And it's great. That's awesome. I, I'm hoping we
0: get to see more of that across the country because I think, there are so many guys who would love to do it who like you said, are just like, Oh, that would be great. But I'm that that's all as far as it goes. Sure. So, and I go
1: ahead. ahead. Oh, I was just going to say more and more burlesque uh, is is filling up with gentlemen performers. And we're, we're extremely lucky that we are are given this space in a female led art form that has Mm -hmm. been, you know, female ran, female produced, female guarded uh, for century, uh, for decades and decades. And we're really lucky to have this beautiful space. And uh, there are some incredible performers. I mentioned Bodysuit. That's Faggity Randy, Pinot Noir, Samson Knight, all amazing. Down South, there's uh, Fathom's Deep. He is insanely talented. And the best part is, I I can vouch for this, like, in the green rooms and stuff, good dudes. Like, everyone is just encouraging, helpful. Uh, It's it's also a really beautiful environment.
0: Nice. See, that kind of mirrors the underwear world. Yeah. It kind of, you have all the support, you have all these people doing the right thing. And I think... Part of the reason I think the guys are coming into it is because they're seeing the same thing the women have. It's not just the, oh, look at me. I'm so hot. But it's the storytelling. It's fitting in with what they're doing and not just be like coming in and taking over like, oh, right. we know better. But it's just growing on what they're doing and doing something different and fun. And uh that sounds amazing. Yeah. Now you have me wanting to go out to do
1: it. I'm just like, come on, let's go good burlesque uh, burlesque is for everybody and for every body everyone should do yes it. it's the, it's it's the same as underwear everybody needs a pair show it off
0: well personally when you have burlesque with women i enjoy the curvier women in the burlesque because they just fill out the outfits better they look better they look like they're having so much fun and it's like this is amazing.
1: And shout so out. It's, uh, and it's an art form. It is. It's absolutely an art form. And shout out uh, again, a, a Seattle reference, but there's an amazing producer, Mix Pucks Plenty. They are putting on, I think this is the third or fourth year, but uh, Fat Lesk uh, Festival and uh, pairing it with Fat Con. And it's all body positivity, curves for days, uh, some of just the most amazing, voluptuous performers all in one space. Nice.
0: That's awesome. That is very cool. It's just so much fun. So much fun.
1: It's also kind of, you know, tying us back into our main topic of underwear here. Uh, It is fascinating to also have this mindset of underwear as costume. And Uh as far as like storytelling, underwear as a storytelling aid, if you will. Uh, I have one act where... I'm a blue crayon, as funny as that is, uh, and it's a, it's a choose-your-own-strip adventure, so there's cards, and I'm writing on them, and it's all blue crayon, and, you know, I'm stripping down, and not to ruin my own uh, reveal here, but the very final piece is I strip off my shorts, and I'm in a red thong. And the whole joke <laughs> is this is all blue. And the final card is written with my junk and it's in red crayon instead of blue. And so, underwear as a storytelling aid is a, a new avenue.
0: Nice. Yes. Uh, this is one thing I would love to do a show on, is because I think it fits so well with what we're doing and it's just amazing. So I may reach out to you and get you on another show with someone else that we can actually talk what is cuz I know some people right now are going what is boylask I don't even know what this is so they're googling as we speak so
1: totally fair and and I will qualify all of that Boylesque, more or less it more or less is a redundant term that we don't technically need anyone who says they do bur- uh, boylesque also means they do burlesque uh, some people want to try and de- kind of hone it in or define it more other people don't think that's necessary and there's uh, viewpoints all over on this some people would point out that we also have terms like nerdlesque uh, which is all you know quote unquote stuff yes. so there are subcategories the boylesque Uh, Of course, sounding at least like it ties more to gender is is a term that we may be totally phasing out of doing away with because it's all burlesque. Uh, It's all the the art of striptease. So if, if that term confuses or is is unneeded, it's burlesque. We're strippers.
0: There you go. Yes, we did have nerdlesk here because we had the Star Wars burlesque show in town. Revenge,
1: uh, Revenge of the, the the what was the title? Yeah, I think it came by. Here.
0: I had oh. I had friends who went, and I haven't talked to them since then, so I don't know what went on it. But uh, but the commercial itself just looked amazing. I'm just like, okay, the storm, the women stormtroopers crack me up. Perfect, perfect gender flip there. Okay. And all the other things were just incredible. So I'm just like,
1: yes, I'm all for this. Oh, We love so. a high production value when it's well done.
0: It it looked well done. I haven't talked to them. I've got to get in touch. Her and her husband went right before New Year's. So I got to see how it went. But I'm sure they didn't tell me bad things yet. <laughs> so I'm sure it was pretty good then. Because normally if it's bad, they've been like, oh, that was worth nothing. Oof. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. What pairs do you wear when you want to feel your most confident? What pairs or what do you wear when you're like, you know, I need a little more confidence today? What's going to give you that boost? Yeah,
1: I think this is something that if you had asked me 10 years ago would be different. If you asked me five years ago would be different. And I, I think that's good. I think it's good to have new and exciting pairs that really, like you said, boost you up. Uh, back in the day, I would have pointed to this this red pair of diesel briefs. It was from their paint line. Absolutely loved it. That was one of my like go to like. Ooh, I am wearing a slightly naughty red pair of underwear. I think nowadays it's definitely more a joker thong situation. Uh, I love the. I love the. The personal adventure you get to go on, going about your day-to-day, whether you're at the office, at the grocery store, and people see you in jeans, a t-shirt, whatever, and they just have no idea that under all of that is this filled-out, pouchy thong that might be riding up your ass in the best possible way. So... Yeah, it's nowadays it's a lot of the neon, specifically neon jocks and thongs, nice. like the slut monkey I mentioned. Uh, I have a a pink thong from Jock Mail. Uh, it also is one of those kind of flex mesh pouches, uh, and it just it hit it hits right.
0: Nice. Yes, yeah, so that's one good thing about underwear is you can wear something, as I say, super slutty, which is a good thing under your pants and you're just like, woo. Yeah. And it, no one knows.
1: Like, I, I know that I jokingly air quoted said that underwear is an investment in my future husband's happiness. And that is true, but mostly it's an investment in my day to day confidence.
0: Exactly. It just something about, like I tell people, a good pair of underwear just makes you feel better. Yeah. Just makes you feel amazing and you can conquer the world.
1: And, you know, I'm going to sound like I'm now contradicting uh, myself about the jocks and thongs, but there's also the time and place. Like, I I rarely wear a suit, but if I do or if I need to, yes, maybe I go with the the thong option because that's kind of hot under a suit, but also grabbing that classic black pair, the Calvin Klein steel brand, and just that mental image of, you know, the the unbuttoned white shirt, the the black briefs underneath, like, that equally can do it for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a time and place, we say, for everything. Everything. Because some days you want to show off, and other days you're like, maybe not today, but I still want to feel great.
1: Yeah. Or so. maybe today I want to do kind of a, a cute little innocent, like, oh, I'm wearing, you know my powdered blue briefs or or something like that. Be, be dare I say a little bit boyish in, in your way.
0: You can be boyish or as some people I know, you can be girlish and wear a lace thong under your suit. hundred
1: percent. Yeah. I love a little bit of lace. That's also good.
0: So you wear what you want to wear and whatever makes you feel sexy. I say, Darn and screw everyone else. Don't listen to them. If they say something.
1: And the thing is, give a, most of them won't because most of them their job will be on the floor.
0: Uh, pretty much, yes. Unless it's your partner, and then I always say get a new partner. <laughs> but that's a that's a whole different show. <laughs>
1: that's
0: a whole different show.
1: We're not that's, going. That's there. that's a brief talk mixed with Maury. That's you know.
0: I always tell everyone from the get-go, if they don't accept underwear, they got to go. <laughs> I'm not even wasting my time at this point. It's like, sorry, I'm too old to deal with you now. In my 20s, I would. But now, bye. You know See what? Ya. Be firm in your conviction. I love that. So, yeah. Oh. So that
1: wraps up our podcast. Oh, oh can, one more thing. I'm going to throw in a real quick one about the confidence boost. I think. Oh, sure. I think there's a lot of people who can identify with this. The matching combo of uh, underwear and socks, especially if oh, there's yes. some of the like the white tube socks with the the colored rim on it, matching that with a pair of underwear. Come on, that is that is a See. good look ten times out of ten.
0: Or if you have like the different color socks, like just like that, but you know you have like the blue socks that go up to your calf or the pink, or whatever and the underwear matches and then if I wear a suit I always match my tie and my underwear 100%. So so it's like
1: hmm underwear hmm. in combo with your others it's uh that's that's a fun But spell. if you
0: could do if you could do the tie the socks and the underwear that's just like the trifecta right there it's like
1: oh uh. there's been there's been a couple nights at you know some of our bars and clubs that do underwear nights and I will try and match shoes socks undies and then I I don't generally do this to flag anything for the hanky code, but sometimes I will have like a hanky that matches it, and not in a left or right pocket, but around my neck, uh, just because there the entire you. look is cute. Yes.
0: Yes. See, the shoes are the hardest to match, usually. Because that is... I was talking to someone about that. Oh, Jay, who was, who's coming on our show. I did our, no, I already had him on. He does the matching underwear and sneakers and i'm just like yeah but it's that is so hot
1: it is i was like it is it is the go go boy fantasy right there and i support it wholeheartedly
0: well remember when uh greg home had the pink pair with the pink sneakers it was probably about Mm. 10 years ago this he was like in a pink jock brief had these matching like bold pink sneakers that matched and i went to vegas and the salesperson there, I said, this pair is going to sell. She goes right. <laughs> I go, just this combination is going to sell this picture because I'm like, so many boys love matching sneakers and underwear, and Dan- and then Eric the designer interviews. like, what? I don't.
1: I was like, you don't even know what you've done. Oof. Uh, speaking of old advertisements, I think it was to exist, but. I, I, I'm not 100% sure at the moment But I, I can picture this picture There was a Lineup of guys Technically in prison They are all in these orange prison jumpsuits CN2 But then yeah. had the white briefs exposed And they were all either yes. in White Air Force Ones or white sneakers And the Orange jumpsuits, white undies And white uh, sneakers Yes I mean, it's a decade later, and I think about that ad.
0: Yes, Michael Stokes took that picture. I know I know that very, very well. <laughs> so, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm. I'm trying to do an Underwear Jeopardy for one of the shows, and all the, pict- all the questions I think are too hard for people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. And everyone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh. I forget you haven't run a blog for 15 years i was, years, and I was I remember gonna say this
1: you are more entrenched in the world than than most the rest of us and i'm
0: like i have to write the questions different instead of asking what year it was i'm gonna have to ask what brand did this and i said that's still gonna be hard but at least i'm not asking you what year
1: yeah year so, year would nope that'd kill uh, me
0: and with, there are so many in there that i'm like oh that's so-and-so our models and i'm like no one knows models names, but me. <laughs> okay. I have to rethink some of the categories, but I've written some of the questions already. Cause I was bored. But that, that should be coming. I got to find people to play it. Cause some people are like, I'm not playing it. I'll have zero points. And I'm like, I'll try to make it easier. Thanks. So, yeah. So we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for visiting us back again. Uh, it was wonderful having you and seeing what you've been up to for all these years and doing amazing
1: things. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for honestly giving Bo his start when you asked me to to contribute to the blog back in the day. That kicked off all of this. So, and thanks. now you're just an underwear superstar. <laughs> well, um, let's let's, let's, let's be careful with the superlatives, but yeah. Uh, if, if, <laughs> If people, if people don't and want to, uh, I'm on Twitter. Under Loverware was the name back in the day. You can also search Bo Briefs, uh, and that'll yes. to link to the OnlyFans. And, you know, if you're in the Northwest, uh, check us out if we're doing any any stripping.
0: <laughs> exactly. Go follow him. Uh, many of you may, if you're a longtime reader of the blog, probably already do. Uh, I know a lot of people still ask about people who've written for the blog for a while, and you're one of them. Every so often I get questions, and then I point them, do you not follow them on whatever social media? Here, here's their name. Go follow them. So it's good to see so many people go on to do amazing things, and you've just gone on. And I love seeing your pictures come up because you have such great taste in underwear the burlesque, the just being you and being free is amazing, and I'm so happy, and I'm so glad you came back on and call us all up on what's going on. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me, and who knows, maybe it sounds like we should try and write a, write a piece or two for the blog.
0: There you go. We can do that. The blog's still going, people, although I haven't had much time this week to do it, but, you know, a podcast takes a lot more time than a blog. But it's more fun to me. So yeah. So we, we have to evolve like everyone else. Plus so. you have the store too. And the store. Go shop. Yeah, people go shop. I need I need business. Go shop. Everyone needs business. So shop, shop, shop. Buy, drop Shop until you drop or your credit card's full. Thank you, people. Shop Which, responsibly. Underwear. <laughs> it sounds well with underwear these days, it's getting pricey. So you would not be buying much so. Yeah, I know. I know people. I hear you yelling at me and I don't set the prices. Sorry. I just sell it. It's, I can't do anything about
1: the price. It's crazy everywhere. And I do love, sorry, another tangent. I do love the juxtaposition of thongs being the most the the minimalist amount of fabric and yet still being the exact same price as boxer briefs or briefs over there.
0: <sighs> that don't even don't even get me started. <laughs> that's a different podcast.
1: Things. I'm sorry. That's a different episode. Uh,
0: <laughs> that is just, you know. Mm.
1: All right. Do yourself a yeah. favor, everyone. Treat yourself to a nice pair at the store. <laughs> yeah, go get one pair. That's
0: that's easy. Or two. Yeah, get two. Two. Make, I won't make the shipping worth two. it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We gotta make the shipping. If you get enough, you get free shipping. But you know, if you don't want to go that far, two pairs good. You. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will have a new podcast for you very soon. And I mean very soon. And we will have, talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at UNBblog.com. Also, follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.